Hello and welcome in to the Disrupt Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Reams, and today I'm joined by Karan, or better known in the Rainbow Six community as Skittles. He is a member of Disrupt Gaming's own Rainbow Six Siege team. Skittles, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing really well. Doing really well. It's a, it's an alright day. It's a little bit gray. We are just talking about allergies coming back, so that's always always a little bit unfortunate, but... You know, it's a Friday. It's good stuff. Yep. So, let's talk about your background a little bit. You're 18 years old. What are you up to right now? Where are you at in life? Right now, I'm a freshman in college. I'm majoring in biomedical engineering. I'm doing YouTube as a part-time job, kind of. And I'm on a Challenger League team for Disrupt GG. And we are happy to have you on that team. And then you, t- you say, I'm doing YouTube. You have over 200,000 subscribers. So it's a little more than just doing YouTube. I think you're uh, you're being very successful at YouTube. Yeah, at first it was just like silly like montages and like having some fun with my friends. And I started having, I started uh, this YouTube channel when I was a, uh, a senior in high school, right, right at the beginning of senior year. Um, and then... I was, was the first was Battlefield 4, just for a couple of months, and then a Rainbow Six Siege came out. So I tried that out, um, and the only reason I actually got better at Siege is because I had a YouTube channel, because I just kept on playing it. The more you play it, the better you get. So, and, and then eventually, my skill just kept on getting better, and then people noticed it, and that was the only reason I grew. And I've been doing YouTube for the past two years now. It grew really well over the summer because I had so much time. But now that I'm in college, uh, it slowed down a bit because you know I'm taking about 19 credit hours. I was going to say so, biomechanical uh, engineering is not really the easiest major to be doing other things as well. Yeah, biomedical engineering is is not is not easy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at school? Uh, I go to a college in Texas, oh. University of Houston. Very nice. Very nice. Are you watching March Madness at all? Uh, I do not have time for it. I, <laughs> I watched it when I was uh, during high school, middle school, all that. I just I just stopped because I just don't have time for it. I used to be a huge sports fanatic, but not anymore. I totally feel it. I totally feel it. It's one of the most regular season. I used to be like watching all the regular season basketball games, and I can't do that anymore. But March Madness, I'm still trying to find some time for, just because that's that holds a special place in my heart. Only reason I ask because Houston's in the tournament. Well, they were in the tournament. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but going back to your to your personal life, you mentioned you used to play Battlefield and then you switched to Rainbow Six. Were you always a shooter fan? What did you play growing up? Battlefield was my first FPS game that I ever oh, really? played, and like it was really just my first video game ever to play. Like uh, Battlefield three and four, I played that on console. And our first game ever on PC was Rainbow Six Siege. Cause, and the only reason I got a PC was because my IRL friends uh, have got Siege for PC. So I was like, all right, I might as well just get a PC. Actually, I didn't get a PC. I got a laptop first. And yeah, I would get good. like 20 yeah. FPS. So. And then I eventually upgraded to a PC because of YouTube and everything. So what was that transition um, like, going from a going from a console gamer to then the very different PC controls? It's that's got to be a hard transition to make. Honestly, it wasn't that bad. It only took a couple of weeks to get used to the keybinds on the mouse and keyboard. Um, but I definitely liked it because you're just it's a lot more flexible than 
on a controller. So well, definitely, especially for shooter games, it's like your aim is ten times better. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So you never played like Rainbow Six, like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas Two, or any of those games? Nope, it's my first one. Interesting, very interesting. What drew you to Rainbow Six Siege? Um, my friends had it. I saw the trailer for it, the E3 trailer, and I was like, hmm, this looks pretty cool. I was already like a Battlefield fan, right? It was kind of tactical and stuff. So this the trailer, after seeing the trailer for Rainbow Six, I was like, all right, I might as well try it out. Recommended it to my friends. My friends bought it for PC, and then I got a laptop, so. How quickly after you got a laptop did you have to get a real PC? <laughs> uh, it... it it was about a month. I, I, I just, it was just unplayable on a laptop. So. I know. It's, it's more frustrating than it's worth. I totally feel that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like get into it. You do something good. You're like, well, maybe I can do this. And then you just get killed by lag or draw or frame drop like five times. And yeah, it's over. You're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. So you went from starting on PC. Rainbow Six is the first game on PC. And now you're a pro. You're a... You're an esports professional, Rainbow Six Siege. Did you ever think this was going to happen? I did not think this would happen, ever. Like, uh, my only thoughts of this happening was just a couple months ago when I actually joined my team. But I had never thought anything like this would ever happen. But this is this is just the first step. We're still in Challenge League, so they're one level right below Pro League. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. What have your experiences been so far? Like, being on a podcast and just working with Disrupt. It's been a pretty cool experience. I've never never really experienced anything like this before, obviously. It's my first time I've been with a, an org, an organization. Um, so there, there's many things coming coming from this. This is still very clearly a hobby for you based on the major you're pursuing. Is that how you see gaming for you as sort of like a hobby? Or do you ever think this could be something you do professionally? Okay, so I would... It is right now a hobby, and I would do it full-time, like just drop out of college and then focus on streaming and YouTube full-time, and uh, Challenge League. But my parents, they uh, they won't allow that. I have kind of a tiger parents. We come from India. My parents are from India. So mm. they, like, studies are number one, and so are grades. So right now, <laughs> at first, they did not like the YouTube channel at all because my YouTube channel was just an excuse to play video games. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they're slowly, slowly turning towards like, okay, okay, it's fine, making some money out of this. Yeah, when um, you have 200,000 subscribers, it's like, okay, there, there's at least a metric to point back to them. I mean, if they don't understand gaming or the gaming culture, you could be like, no, oh, but 200,000 people follow me and are, are want to see what I'm posting. So that's... That's impressive. Yeah, even then, they're just a little bit impressed. Right? It's not that much. Um, but like taking a semester or two off from school is a no-no. Like they they want me to get a degree and get a job, and then they can do this. But by that time, it's it'll be it, nothing will be happening. So it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough decision to make. I mean, I saw um, Ninja on CNBC. He said he. When he started to do YouTube and streaming, and he was on a professional Halo team or something, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. I stuck in college, I had a part-time job, and I was doing all this, you should stay in college, you should keep on, just keep the grind up, and 
decision. I'm just going to stay in college and do all this at the same time. Well, that's really smart. And you don't have to make any decision right now. If you get an amazing opportunity two years down the line, maybe you consider it then. But you're 18 years old right now. You don't need to be making any crazy life decision being like, I am going to do this full time. Like, you can, you can do both. Yeah. Ninja's a really interesting case study. For for him, it's esports is a very different time when he was a Halo pro. Like it was growing definitely, and he made a very smart decision, I think, to to stay in college because esports was pretty unfounded back then, and yeah. he really stuck it out and was in the scene and committed to it until now when esports has blown up and now he's playing with Drake. <laughs> so he definitely I made. That night. Oh, were you watching that night? Oh yeah, I was up. Everybody was watching that night. It felt like just popping off. Everybody was freaking out. I tuned in for like five minutes. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Drake running along in a bush. It was just like Travis Scott and Juju. Oh my god. Travis Scott. Some of the things he said. Cash. He 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 was throwing cash over. He killed somebody. He goes cash and just starts. Oh my god. It's moments that I never thought I would experience in gaming. You know. So moving back to YouTube, we mentioned you have 200,000 subscribers. Sorry, I'm not going to undersell you on that one. Uh, looking back at your very first video, made on April 24th, 2016. Oh, God. Yeah, almost. You're coming up on your two-year anniversary of your YouTube channel. What all has changed since when you created that first video, which I believe is a battle... I think it's both Battlefield and Rainbow Six to now the videos you're creating and like just the views you're getting like what what all has changed in the in those two years back then like i said i had a laptop i had that ten dollar mouse with like I, I, I didn't even have a mouse pad um a keyboard that came with the mouse is like the, one of those combo deals that were like 10 bucks <laughs> uh it was i had like super cheap hardware back then um the editing software i was using was free uh it's like a Windows Movie Maker. Um, oh my like, god, that's classic! And, like every single time, I'd get a like, I'd freak out. Uh, I remember, I remember the first time uh, I saw revenue add up or come up in my in the analytics for YouTube, and it was like for the first time I had, I got three cents from one month, and I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I made it! <laughs> uh, but now, it, now it's completely different. I have like really nice tech gear i have a like 150 dollars keyboard 60 dollars mouse like top of the line pc and monitor and everything so and i use uh a super advanced editing software so yeah nice what editing software are you using i use adobe premiere pro love it recording this on adobe edition right now the whole adobe suite is just a beautiful product yeah i got the masterclass edition Ooh, ooh, you wouldn't even fancier than me. Okay, I'm on the student. My brother's still a student at University of Oregon, so I, uh, I'm i on his student discount account. Nice. I was born in Portland, actually. Oh, you really? I'm recording this for Portland. Oh, no, nice. I was, I was born in Portland. A month later, I moved to Oklahoma, Tulsa. Lived there for about seven to eight years, and then I moved to Texas, Austin, Texas. Grew up in Texas, Austin, Texas for about ten years. And now I'm in college in Houston, so. Nice. I'm sure you don't remember much of Portland, but I've always heard Austin and Portland uh, compared a lot. Oh, 
just that Austin's sort of that liberal city in the middle of Texas and I like keep Austin weird and keep Portland weird oh, yeah. are two things I've heard a ton. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that like sort of counterculture, you know. Yeah. I I've visited Portland many times. I have family there, so Nice. Where uh where'd you where were you born? Like where uh whereabouts? I am not sure the exact spot. I just know I was born in Portland, that's all. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, you're pretty young. Pretty young for sure. <laughs> So, uh, when you got that first money, the first monetization, you said, Mama, I made it. Did you, did you tell your mom? You're like, hey, mom, no, look, I, I got. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that special. I, I didn't tell them that. Because like, I couldn't even get the money for because the rules are, you have to make at least $100 a month before like, you can actually receive the money. So, uh, until you get $100, it'll still, it'll just be numbers. <laughs> It'll just exist. Uh, it's yeah. it's there. Yeah. It makes you feel good, though. It's a positive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So what are I, I'm really <clears throat> I'm kind of curious on sort of how your parents have been perceiving gaming. As what what are their like? What was the last conversation you had with them? Are they they receptive to it, or is it like as long as it doesn't get in the way of your studies? I think the first time they were happy about. Or kind of like they just smiled about all this gaming stuff. Was when I received my 100k YouTube plaque that came in the mail. Uh, it's just big black box that said YouTube over, and you open it and said plaque, saying congratulations on reaching 100,000 subscribers. And then my parents like, I think it kind of turned their heads a little bit, made them like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Um, but I think that yeah, that was like the last interaction I had with them about gaming. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago, right? You must have hit 100,000 subscribers, like, probably before you went oh, to college. I hit 100,000 subscribers a while ago, but it took six months to deliver, so. Oh, I got you, I got you. <laughs> it, yeah, it, 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 those things take a while to deliver. It's sort of that tangible thing, too. I've noticed that with a lot of people from the older generation. It's like, oh, that's cool, you have numbers, you have followers, you have... But when that when that big black box comes from YouTube and it's like, hey, congratulations, that's that's that tangible thing that really, it moves yeah. the needle for them. Yes, yes. So what do you have coming up on, on Rainbow Six? You're in the Challenger League. What's uh what's on the docket? What's what are you guys working on? What's what's happening in um, the right disrupt game? We're just scrimming teams, um, practicing, making new strats every day, um, working on our synergy, and that's basically it until our next match comes up, which should be against Armada GG. So when is that? Uh, I think it's in the. I think it's next week. Or next no, week? two weeks from now. I think. Two, two weeks. weeks from now, a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah. We'll yeah. obviously be plugging that match as it comes up on all the disrupt gaming social media channels. Of course, of course. All of those good ones. Uh, plug your YouTube real quick for me. Um, it's just called Skittles. S K I T T L S. That's it. <laughs> just Skittles. S K I T T L Z or L E Z, L Z. Just no E, no E. Just no E. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give them a follow. Uh, you upload videos what twice a week? A little bit more. Um, I try to do at least twice a week. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that was. The, but sometimes, sometimes it'll be once a week because of college. But yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And so you're finishing up finals right now as well. Um, no, not yet. Oh, I you're still not. Have I so I think I still have like one more test for each class before my finals. 
Oh, oh, that's right. I'm on. I'm so used to the uh, the trim or the quarter system versus the semester system. So I always get like my brother's home from college right now on spring break. So I'm always used to being like, oh, it's ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So anything else we can expect in the store from you, Skittles? That should be it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really have anything else. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, my man. It was great talking with you. You too, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and if you're listening, please follow Disrupt Gaming on all our social medias. It's at Disrupt Gaming, Disrupt GG. Uh, you can check us out on Twitch. If you want to watch Skittles in action, go to his YouTube at Skittles. Or tune in for his game against Armada in a couple weeks here. Uh, Skittles, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being on the pod, man. No problem. All right. Have a good one, everyone.